Blog Talk Radio.
are back. We are back. Had a little, little technical difficulty. I don't know what's going on, but we got it together now. We together now, T? <laughs> yes, we are. Hey, Lee. Hey, T. Hey, you got to get it together. T hit me up. I have to make some work. I don't know what's going on with long time. Always do, Lee. I be trying not to panic. I be like, okay, so, okay, what's wrong? And I have my headphones on. I have changed nothing. I just turn, I use my headphones for work. So I just use my headphones and log in to the system. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't hear you. You can't hear me. I have to make sure we had to get that together. <laughs> <laughs> we up and running now. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Let me get my head so fit together. But we want to welcome you to Let's Chat. I'm Miss Lisa. You know, I got my right hand, and most of the time, she is my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. Oh, y'all, we stay busy here in the chat room, but we got a good night tonight for y'all. Influencers are us. Yes, we got a show full of influencers tonight. Mm-hmm. I like that that uh, topic today, Lisa, because that's kind of been um, – in the news lately, um, or uh, must be something I'm reading or something I'm editing, but influencers plays a big part. You know, that's the thing that's going on today. It's all over social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. There are influencers in every walk of life these days. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. And I'm excited because we got three of them on the show tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what they're up to and how they perceive themselves to be influencers or even if they set out to be an influencer or how do you become an influencer? I have so many questions, Lee. We're influencers. This is, this is, you know, the thing about influencers. That's a new thing. Um, I think anybody that is on social media that's able to reach um, masses on social media, on social media, you are an influencer. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. And also, Lisa, we had a show maybe about a year or so ago, and we were talking about some topic, and I just said, oh, no, we're just influencers, and not even realizing that that was a hashtag influencers. Do you remember that show? It must have been about a year yes, or so ago. Yes, we had Catherine on. Remember we were talking about uh, yes. how people talk say that women are um, boxing the fact that we're boxing. Right. Women are influencers. Right. Our job is to influence others. Our job is to help people position themselves. That's part of our job. We're not here mm-hmm. to boss people. We're here to influence them. Mm-hmm. It's dope like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, uh, I said, I know I remember saying that, one, and it wasn't as prevalent at that time because it just popped out of my mouth. I don't know why. Here we are a year or so later. Influencer on Earth is our topic tonight. Yes, ma'am. So an influencer is someone in your niche or industry with the, with the sway over your target audience. So an influencer has a specialized knowledge, authority, or insight into a specific subject. Um, their pre-existing presence is a niche that makes them mm-hmm. useful, launching a useful launching pad for brands, uh, in search of credibility. I think that being able to do what you do and be on social media, um, no matter what it is that you do, you're able to influence others. You're able to inspire others. You're able to influence others. 
Uh, and I think that as long as whatever you're doing, you're influencing others, see, somebody is always watching you. You never know who's mm-hmm. watching you. You never know um, what they're watching you for, but they're watching you. Uh, and we're always being watched. So it's very interesting to hear um, our guest side of the subject as as far as being influencers and how they feel about that. But, you know, see, we always get on here, we get to talking. We had a minor crisis that's taken care of now, but we're going to open up this show and get it cracking. Absolutely. Once again, welcome to, we got a special night this week, this Wednesday edition of the Ladies on Let's Chat is joining you this evening. You know, Lisha and I, we first started this show because of our love of literature, so we always used to, you know, celebrate literature, but we have evolved into so much more. We have become influencers ourselves, Leash, and we just love the dopeness of that. You know, we celebrate all walks of life, all arts in the field, and we just do it the royal way because that's how we do things here on Let's Chat. So allow our guests as well as our listening audience to interact with each other, whether it's in an intimate, friendly, friendly environment. You know, we get to hear the passion behind what it is they do, why they became influencers tonight, uh-huh. which is our topic. But we're going to have a good time. We hope you guys are ready. We have some fabulous guests, some that have not been in the chat room for a minute, but we always love when Cyrus comes into the chat room. And we also have the ladies of soul of Atlanta, Miss Brittany Passion and Gigi DeNero. Now, y'all know, I hope I said those names right, because Lisa and I, we could jack up a name. <laughs> we got But I hope I said those names right. We're going to welcome them into the chat room. So buckle up, get ready, and get ready to enjoy this Wednesday edition of Let's Chat. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Again, we want to shout out Keith Robinson. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. The ladies of Let's Chat love you. We thank you for sending okay. us your new music. We've been passing it around. Everybody is filling in. Now I need you to go on and put it out there so that I could buy it uh, and other people <laughs> could buy it. You know, it, mm-hmm. I mean, first it was fun to have music that nobody else had, like it wasn't playing on the radio. At first it was fun. Now it's like, I, 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 you know, when people say, oh, my God, where is that, girl? I'm just sharing. <laughs> I know, right? But it's always so special, you know, when we get to, to debut great music. And Keith always hooks us up, Leash, because they originally heard it here on Let's Chat, Sidetrack. So Leash loved it. I loved it. I had to text her in the middle of the week and say, Leash, that song has been in my head, girl, all day. <laughs> I know we can't wait to get him in the chat room once again. He's been so busy, but he always makes some time for Lisa and I, and we so appreciate everything that he does for us here on this chat. I, yes, I'm trying to get him and his wife on. They are doing some real dope things. They have a nonprofit, uh, and I really I told him. Um, that I wanted him and his wife to come on. I don't know if he's waiting for the album to drop or what exactly. You know, he never really comes on unless he has an album out. So Love Apostolic 2 is coming out. We're excited about that. So we're going to see. But speaking of new music, honey, Gigi DeNiro, honey, listen, <laughs> Gigi got some music. She had put this video up in the little DM, and I was like, okay. And I, was, I thought she was in somebody else music video. I said, look at my girl, y'all. So we're going to play that tonight. We're going to play some TV All tonight. Right. All right. Can't wait. 
Absolutely. We're going to take a brief break. We're going to hit you with some of that Keith Robinson, and then we're going to bring in the ladies of the Soul of Atlanta. to get to know you with my third eye To understand the pages off in your mind I want to know your energies I, I want to give you all you need And oh, I want to be the one you call it late night The one that you can hold and make it all right To the mother uh, greatest. Yes, we are back. We are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. I'm Miss Felicia. You know I got my right hand, and most of the time she is my left. The fabulous Miss Tony. Hey, see? Hey, Lisa girl. I am ready and excited because you know Lisa and I we love some good music, and I understand that we have some great guests with some great music abilities. So we're gonna have some great chat with Miss Lee. 
Absolutely, absolutely. We got the ladies of uh, the ladies of Soul of Atlanta in the building. They're gonna kick in the chat room door. We got Brittany Passion and Gigi Zanero. Hey, y'all. Hey. Hey, ladies.
And then it come up again, and you're like, mm-mm. And it come up again, and you're like, no. You might even see somebody in passing, and that person might put you on, like, and you're like, girl, you know I can't do that right now. But I think that we pay, and we're very mindful about what we say to other people and how we treat other people. But we're not very mindful about what we say and how we treat ourselves. So I want to ask each of you, what was your goal moment? So the goal moment is that thing in your head that says just do it, and you move. So before it was a thought without mm-hmm. execution, but the goal moment is execution and thought. So we're going to start with Gigi. Mm-hmm. What was your goal moment? Well, in Dayton, Ohio, I felt like um, I really did a great job in captivating the city, doing what I'm supposed to do, you know, letting God like die, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes I think, as entertainers, it's not always about you. Sometimes it's about your gift shining through, inspiring others, and, and inviting others to take that leap forward to take their dreams. Mm-hmm. So that kind of happened. I just kind of seen the whole movement of the city trying to do all that. It was almost like I reached a, a ceiling. Almost, I'm, like, I'm doing everything. I'm hosting everything. I'm out here. What's next? It's got to be more. You know what I'm saying? And more is the world. I need to be a global, global thing. It's great to be a local and star. Activists need to be on that global scale. You know what I'm saying? To take so many more lives and encourage people to just do their thing and to authentically be themselves. So once I kind of got that aha moment, I meditated, I prayed to God, and He actually, He actually told me it's time to go. So I seen the TV Jakes video, and that almost was like a confirmation. It was like it's time to move. You know, it's great when you're running your own town, when you're comfortable, but you can't grow your comfortableness. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. once I figured that out, I said, you know what, I'm not to go, and I'm so glad. And then who else? So my best friend was like a double win. So I'm like, let's just go for it. You know, but again, it's scary. Atlanta is scary. Atlanta is scary. So, you know, we're stepping into a market that's filled with a thousand entertainers. When you believe in it, you just got to go for it and have that conviction and that belief, that faith. Absolutely. And Brittany? Um, yes, and to piggyback off uh, what Gigi said, it's, it's not about us, right? It's never about us. God doesn't give us these opportunities and these platforms for us, but to be able to get back. And that's kind of what I think about uh, when you said the word go. It's pretty much it's, it's God's opportunity. God's giving you that ability mm-hmm. to use your talents, you know, for the benefit of others. And so, um, granted, he uses us, right, to make these sacrifices with you on this journey. So for me, my goal moment was um, kind of similar to Gigi's, but I was in Nashville, um, and like she stated, in Dayton, for me, I was doing something totally different. Um, it was still something I wanted to do was what I went to school for, um, but I wasn't 100% happy. I wasn't really content. Um mm-hmm. And granted, I was, like I said, I was helping foster care kids. I was a case manager. But I did that for five, six years, right, oh. straight out of college. But all mm-hmm. the while I was, I had this full-time job, I was still following my dream. I was coming to Atlanta um, every weekend, sometimes weekdays, you know, because a lot of people don't know. But, you know, I did a few videos, music videos back in the day with major artists, um, some magazines I was in and that was my brand then but now I've been focusing on trying to rebrand um so that people don't just see me as that pretty face because I'm more than a pretty face but I did that you know and 
my job knew as well. I was calling out sometimes, like, oh, yeah, I'm sick. But I was really coming to um, Atlanta to do a music video or shoot with a top photographer or then eventually coming down to audition. You know, I remember getting the call when I um, booked my first, I guess, main TV role on Snap. I was the lead. I remember getting that call. Um, I submitted. I was at work <laughs> during the meeting, and I submitted. And um, didn't hear nothing back that night. The next morning, they said, hey, we want you to send in a tape. I didn't really have the resources, didn't really know, hadn't taken any acting classes or anything, but I submitted a tape. It was kind of janky and ratchet, <laughs> but I submitted the tape. And by the time I sat at my desk that next morning, I got a call back. And so I was calling out of work, like, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm a little sick. But for me, it was, I just felt like I hit that plateau. Um, and I loved my job. I got promoted three times at that job within those five, six years. I created a pageant with one of my coworkers. Um, you know, I did a lot for the community, a lot for those girls, as well as started my own company, like I said, the passion experience. So I did a lot for Nashville. Um, and I felt like it was just time for me to, you know, go, like you said, go to go to do the next thing. So I had to make that sacrifice because I was comfortable. I was fresh out of college. I had a great job. I was going out the country once, twice a year. I had my little one bedroom apartment. I was good, you know, but I wasn't, I didn't feel that I had utilized all my talents and all my gifts that God had gave me. So I felt like it was time for me to move on to the next level and really just step out on a leap of faith. And it took me, Gigi said, you know, she watched T.D. Jakes and he spoke to her. For me, I am a Capricorn, so we're very cautious. We like to make decisions, but we like to make uh, calculated decisions, right? We want to be, we want to think it all through. We want to have a thousand dollars saved. We want to have this. But in this moment, I had to pray about it. I had to pray about it because I'm like, okay, I like to take risks, but I take calculated risks. Oh, God, I'm ready to take this risk. If it's, you know, if it's in your will, if it's meant, let it be. I wrote my, because of my position, I had to write a 30-day versus two-week. I wrote my 30-day notice like three times. They're like, Miss Brittany, you ain't quitting, you ain't quitting. And then it got to the point where my kids and my coworkers were seeing me on TV. And they were like, go follow your dreams. Go follow, you know, they were pushing me. Like, what are you scared of? Go do it. Because at this point, I'm lying. Like, no, that wasn't me on TV. No, that wasn't me on this, you know, um, because I wanted to separate that personal and that professional. But eventually it all bled together. And it's like, this is who I am, and this is what I want to do. And these are the gifts that God gave me, so it's no use hiding it. And then I finally put in that 30-day notice. And I didn't even work the whole 30 days, honestly. I just, you know, I packed up everything, and I was like, time to go. I had family down here. I was like, hey, can I sleep on the couch? You know, this is my plan. And they were like, we got your back. And I was like, thank you, because it wasn't always like that. You know, sometimes family ain't always like that. So, But eventually they were on board, and I moved down here and then set up shop, and then I called Gigi. Gigi needed time. She's still doing her thing, taking over our city back at home. And then finally she called me like, I'm ready, sis. And we said, okay, let's do it. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm exactly. glad that you guys both said that because, you know, I've been in Georgia – Mm, this is going on my fourth year, so I've been there, been here a little bit over three years. And okay. when when you first moved here, it was something that was like, just just go ahead on and do it. And so I, I definitely understand where you guys are coming from, where it was like, 
you know that your steps are ordered to go and be someplace and to do something. You don't know what it is, but you know this is where I'm supposed to be. Um, yes. So did you guys get just for up and, and, and moving? You came here. You got here. You were still working and doing your thing. Um, how did you transition into being able to do radio? Brittany? Okay. I'll let Brittany answer that one because she, you know, connected it with the phone. Say yes. So, um, so you know, Gigi came, um, and for both of us, I, I was already here about six months, maybe six to ten months before Gigi came. And so um, it was a little slow at first, um, but I, was, I did not work the whole first year I was here. I did not have a full-time job, so it was difficult. Um, I still had bills, right? So I had to figure it out. Um, just trying to find my way, trying to see where I needed to be, whether that was in an acting class, a workshop, did I need to be an extra on set? Like trying to make it all work because I jumped right into it, literally jumped into it without any classes, any, um, you know, resources. Training. I'm at training, right? I'm, I didn't have – only resources I had was modeling resources because that's um, what I had built up for so long, and that's how I built uh-huh. my brand, and that's how I built my fan base, and everybody's like, okay, you have these – I'm like, yeah, I built that up for modeling because that's what people knew me as. And so I was trying to make this transition into acting, and then, like I said, by the grace of God, everything just falls. Like Gigi said, everything just fell in place. And so I started mm-hmm. um, going to different events because I didn't really have a blueprint. Like I need to do this, this, and this. I just did it. That was that's how I got into modeling too. I just did it, and they people started booking me. But they like my look and different things like that. And so, um, I started meeting various entertainers and promoters and actors and directors and models and casting directors and all these different writers for major TV shows. Some of your favorite TV shows. These uh, big name players in the city. Um, I started building relationships with them and meeting them and didn't even know. And so uh, Gigi and I, we knew we wanted to do a show together. One thing about it, me and Gigi have been friends for over 16 years. <laughs> um, genuine friends, right? Because a lot of nowadays with the social media and, and everything, a lot of people fake friendships. I mean, you know, there's nothing to that because you meet business partners along the way. But me and Gigi have genuinely been friends, sisters, for over 16 years. So we knew that we wanted to do things together. In college, we ran our college. She's a Delta, I'm an AKA. People see me, they see her. But we two are still our own individual people. But together, Aww. we're even stronger. Yeah, you know, we got our own personalities, but together we're even stronger. So they love our energy, they love our synergy, they love our, our personalities when we get together, as well as separately. Yeah, and it's natural. You know, we get on each other's nerves sometimes, but it's natural. So I'm like, well, sis, when you come down here, look. We need to do this. We need to do this. We need to do this. And Gigi yeah. trying to, she's like, okay, cool. But, you know, Gigi was still doing her thing. She was doing her hosting thing and trying to figure out her music. But I'm like, look, we need to do something because we both are about empowering other people and letting other mm-hmm. people's stories be heard. And so we just kind of put our heads together. I came up with a plan. I'm like, okay, cool. You did radio in um, Ohio. I did radio in Nashville. Um, and then we kind of just literally came up with a plan. I'm like, okay, cool. 
we can do a radio show. But of course, you know, we we me and Gigi, neither one of us are tech savvy. We're learning now, but we didn't know. Okay, we like okay, we got YouTube. I know podcasts, but how do you do this and how do you do this? By the grace of God, yeah. Gigi had made connections. Um, with the with the guy, we won't name his name, but you know, we made connections. She made a connection. <laughs> no shade. We don't want to look. We don't want to throw no shade, but she made a connection. It didn't work out. It fell through. We were disappointed, but me and Gigi are so organized. We had our whole show laid out before we had the show. We had everything laid out, oh, so logo, show. We had when we was going to lay it out, how our photo shoot was going to be, how our promo video, how we were going to introduce the world to our show before we even had a show, before we even had a camera, before we had anything, a mic or anything. In our vision board. <laughs> In our vision board. Yeah, we had whole vision boards laid out months and months and months, literally as soon as Gigi got here, before we even yeah. – made connections and so that connection fell through so then we um by the grace of god again i was following um mike at power 108.9 shout out to power 108.9 our first radio home yes um he was following he was following me i was following him i think he was looking for new shows he uh dm me and said hey thought ever thought about radio do you have a show i'm like i sure do got everything laid out Gigi had the whole radio blueprint. She, I had all the ideas, like the name and everything. Gigi had the whole radio lineup laid out. Like, okay, this is when we go that's break. Right. Everything we put it together. It came. Yeah, that's yes. Um, doing um, this is another show. Me and it caught me off guard, but it's a few shows that I did in Dayton, Ohio, too. You know what I'm saying? That helped generate this. So this is years of not preparation. Yep. Exactly. And so we were able to put both our brains together and use both our skills that we learned. And then from there, it birthed, it birthed our baby and our baby took off. And we heard from different people because um, Gigi was used to doing a music artist and I was used to interviewing artists models and a few um like promoters and entertainers in the city of Nashville but we said why stop not only hear other people's story they also want to be educated on something new so let's talk to the authors let's talk to the fitness trainers let's talk to the casting directors not the people only on screen the actors with people who make the process happen let's educate our followers and our fans and our um the people who support us let's educate them too because somebody might want to be a casting director they might want to write a book but they don't know the steps they don't know who to talk to so now we're making that connection you know so through TSA we were able to form a lot of connections where some of our people have reached out you know to some of our guests on the show and they've built their own relationships so that's where we're all about we want to we want to help people collab we want to be that you know that plug and that that outlet for people and so from there um we did Power 108.9, and recently, starting in January 2020, we moved on and did a different connection, and now we're with, um, it's a magazine called Skrilla Gorilla Magazine um, with Dave, so shout out to Dave. Uh, I met Dave in 2012 when I first started modeling. I was actually in his magazine um, when I first started acting, and so from there, I, like me and Gigi said, it's, these are things that we've been building along the way, but didn't know that these people would come back. And these skills would come back and help us now. And so he's been having the show forever. And he was like, I'm looking for two new hosts. I've been wanting to work with y'all. And it was just a perfect opportunity. He also has a magazine. So now we can offer our um, the people, our uh, 
people that guests that come on our show even more because he has even more resources. You know, he's uh, you know different area in the entertainment industry than we are. So it's just it's just been a blessing. It's definitely been a blessing. It's been ups and downs though, definitely that. But we're here, we're here, and we're excited. I love it. I love it. Now, Gigi, we you know we asked about uh, your goal moment. Um, but when you decided to, because you have so much going on, and you decided to come here and transition into radio here, what was that process like for you? Can you guys hear me? Yes, ma'am. All right. Is the outfit sounds better? I'm so sorry, guys. But um, transitioning my process of radio here. At first, I was just trying to figure out what's real and what's fake. You know, you come to Atlanta, it's a lot of smoking mirrors here. So when you run into some genuine relationships, genuine bonds, people that are just excited and willing to even help you, not only, um, you know, help you to get on and give you a platform, but to teach you so you can learn different things and you can be more productive. Those are the key relationships, you know what I'm saying, that I had to weed out. And it's a process here. Um, I think a lot of people have it confused that I'm just going to come down here and everything's just going to fall in my lap. And it's uh-huh. not You got to get out here. You got to network. You got to shake some hands, baby. You got to step up out of that comfort zone. You know what I'm saying? It's been plenty of times me and Brittany was going to different networking events and just busting out right in the middle of a whatever, you know, right when everybody might get quiet or something, we'll bust out. Hello, y'all. I'm Brittany Bassin. I'm Jason Nero, and we got a radio show and da 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 you have to do that. You cannot be scared. Remember you did that at that networking it. event one day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and we got so many business cards from there. And yeah. And that's the beauty about it. And there's still people to this day that will come up to us and be like, hey, I remember you from this and this and that. Granted, we may not even remember because we've attended so many things because you have to take that step to go out there to get your, get your name out there, your brand out there. You cannot be afraid, mm-hmm. you know. And that was my biggest thing, just kind of figuring out who's real, who's fake. And that's what music as well, you know. A lot of my fans have been waiting, trying to see what's going on. You know, I done did the tours. I done put a lot of my own money uh, behind myself and with the support of my family and different people that believe in me. But it's like, man, it has to make sense. You know, I done bumped into some frozen people. And it can get discouraging. You know what I'm saying? You get really, really discouraging. So I just want to tell everybody, like, you got to just continue to push forward, even if that means to retract. Because I'm not trying to keep going fast, and I'm not really going anywhere. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to keep on moving, moving, and things aren't really going the way I need it to go. I'd rather sit back and calculate it a little more for it to capitalize. Because that's just what where I'm at. What do I always say, Gigi? What do I always say? Direction is more important than speed. Yes, it's a lot of people out here going nowhere. They going nowhere fast because they, you know, it's the Uh social media era, so they want everything that popcorn effect. They want it now, Mm -hmm. but it's like you have to put in that work and learn your craft and perfect your craft, and that's how you have longevity in whatever it is you're doing. Whether you're a doctor, a teacher, whoever, that's how you have longevity in it. But a lot of people, because of social media, um, yes. It's you know, right they just now. want that five seconds. They want to go viral today, and then next year nobody's going to remember, right? Because going viral is if somebody new goes viral every day. It's something new, something hot every other day. So they're not going to remember you next summer. You might be hot this summer, but guess what? Sis, nobody's going to remember you. You probably got 2,000 followers from it. And unless you utilize that, really utilize it and capitalize off it to go forward, nobody's going to remember. So that's the only thing. Um, me and Didi talk about that all the time, like, 
You got to yes. have that direction. And sometimes God will sit you down. He wants you to listen. He yes. will sit you down all the way down. And you feel oh, like yeah. you need to be doing something because I get anxious sometimes. Like, God, I need to be doing this. I feel like I could be doing more. But sometimes he like, sit down. Just listen. You yep. said you wanted me to take the wheel. I'm trying to drive the car. Uh-huh. But yeah, you steady trying to you trying to reach over here. You steady trying to tell me where to go. You trying to use GPS, <laughs> you know? Oh, Jesus, you gotta let right. me take the wheel. <laughs> okay, <laughs> preach. Hey, we might have to get that on the shirt though. We might have to get that on the shirt. We like to tell him. We like to tell him what we gonna do and what we not gonna do after we tell mm-hmm. him. Oh, this is what I need you to do. But then when we get into it, it's like, no, I'm not doing that. No, thank you. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, how am I tell, or, you know, how am I tell you what I'm going to do and when I'm going to do it? You know, I, I talked about this on y'all's show where your lane is created just for you. So you you might be able to see all these things on social media. And, yeah. uh, you know, we get Seesaw Vision. Uh, and what Seesaw Vision is that we see what it is. Mm-hmm. And then we mm-hmm. see ourselves doing it. But we don't mm-hmm. see the in-between, the things that we got to do in between, and so we get wrapped up in that. And yeah, so when you yeah. get wrapped up in the vision, you tend to move faster than you should or faster than you have to. Um, but you're not realizing this is your lane. However long it takes you is what it is. However fast you go, slow you go, you're still going to get where you got to go. But if Yay. you start speeding Amen. up because you see Sarah over there speeding up, you ain't know where Sarah yep. goes. You about to exactly. follow her with yep. Exactly. Yep. And you and have to I'm glad you touched on different that. winning seasons, you know. Yes, yes. people fake I think people fake pump for the internet sometimes. I think people just want to post a therapist for the you cannot keep looking at people's journeys. Like you said, you can't compare your chapter thirteen to somebody else's chapter thirty. You know what I mean? But at the end mm-hmm. of the day, like you just gotta believe in yourself in due time, you know. And shout out to the Lizzo's. Shout out to the people that are over 30 and over this age because they're breaking that. It's like almost when it comes to the music game, it's like an age requirement. They always trying to make it seem like if you don't pop by 21, you're not going to make it. But, no, you keep fighting right. keep doing your thing because that is your gift. And, and people, yeah. please, like when it comes to dreamers, I just ask, don't ever ask somebody that says this. So when you think, how long are you going to be hosting, girl? Well, how long are you going to be acting, Brittany Passing? Well, how long are you going to be vibing? Right. How long are you going to – don't right. you ever ask her. That is the most insulting thing ever because I don't know – like you said, I only know the vision God has given me. I don't know the exact steps and plan. I can never tell you uh-huh. exactly how 2020 in my year for real, real and all that. I would love to. I'm going to speak positivity. I'm going to speak manifestations on everyone around me. But at the end of the day, that, you know, you can't put a time stamp on God's blessing. And I just feel like you sometimes can't. people don't understand that because it's already challenging because we're not in a cookie-cutter program. For instance, people okay. that's going into the NFL, people that's going into the NFL, it's, it's almost like a cookie-cutter to me profile, even to become a doctor. You know, you go to school for eight years, you got to get this, you got to get that. Uh-huh. You yep. almost have a cookie-cutter. Yep. With these visions that a lot of people have, it's not always a step-by-step process. It's a lot of rap mm-hmm. artists and actors and actresses that have trial and error. Oh, yeah. They have mm-hmm. different stories. Then there's people that their parents is already famous, and they're not even at the pinnacle of success that you would think they would be at because they're in the game already and things like that. So it's just due time. God has due time for every single one of us. And we have to respect that and uh, encourage one another and, and support, not tear each other down. And that's one thing I'm glad you said, sis. Collaboration. Mm-hmm. Collaboration yeah, over yeah. competition. And like Gigi said, a lot of people, because it is social media, 
So we wanna we wanna post, you know, um, because sometimes sometimes we're excited or sometimes people do it to show that they're working or for whatever reason. But it's like you can't get caught up in what everyone else is doing. And I talk to DG about this a lot because um, for the most part, like we're pretty like we're pretty solid. You know, we we're pretty transparent. So we talk about sometimes we talk about our good days. We might talk about our bad days, whether that's on radio or whether that's on our page or whatever it is. But a lot of people don't see it like that. So you can um, unintentionally attract negative people because they're like, Gigi always doing this or Brittany always doing this. And I want mm-hmm. that now. And then why, why this is not popping off for me? And why is she not doing this? You know? And it's like, you mm-hmm. don't, like Gigi said, you, everybody, and uh, you too, everybody has their own lane and it's going to happen. Yeah. When it happens, and I don't get caught up, I said to you guys, I'm not, I'm not worried about what she doing. I don't even watch her story. You know, yeah. she can watch mine all day. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm not even yeah. paying attention to her. I got so much going on. I'm still trying to figure out how to, um, what is it to figure out social media? Because I got about four different pages that I'm on that I run to make sure yeah. that I'm consistently posting. Because sometimes I fall short because I get tired. Because yeah. I've been working. You know, we sometimes we, we be so it. busy that we forget. You know, so I'm like, I can't even that. worry about your stuff and watch your stuff and what you got going on when I'm still, <laughs> too, too busy trying to do my own Real stuff. Sad. But Real it's sad. so easy to if get caught up. <laughs> you know how they would say, if uh, if you if you breathe and you're not working, if you pay if you mm-hmm. got time to pay attention to what they're doing, you ain't working hard enough. Girl. Like I stay so busy that you know people have to say, well, did you see this? No, child, let me go back and look because I might post. But I'm not posting to to pay attention. I'm I'm posting yeah. my content or what my thought is or whatever it exactly. is I need to post. But I'm not really paying. Because you have to do diligence to your on. people. Yeah, right. I have stuff going exactly. on. And sometimes my day gets so busy, like no, I didn't see that. Oh, that did. Oh, okay, well, let me go back and look. And then I'm like, oh, and then I'll share it because I can't see. Out of 5,000 people, I'm sorry, with Facebook algorithm, right. you're not going to be able to see what everybody posts. So that's why they have exactly. to be And um, ask Gigi, we get, we get, but they do. right, and we get random, Um, I don't know what you want to call it, but, you know, it's all a part of the process. So we love, I don't want to call them haters, but we love the doubters or the <laughs> secret competitors, guys and girls. And it's like, I don't, we don't understand where it comes from. You know, the fake, what is it called? It's like the fake love. Like, uh-huh. oh, girl, I'm so happy. That backhanded you know, support. Gigi, yeah. you know, yes, that's what it is, the backhanded support and the backhanded compliments. And it's like, uh-huh. where is this coming from? I've never been, you know, I haven't been anything but nice to you. I've tried to help you. But Gigi experiences it as well, where it's like the backhanded compliments and the, well, dang, uh-huh. how long? I ain't heard no music from you in a long time. And Gigi's like, okay, but I'm still oh, working. Just breathe. because I don't post what it doesn't I mean it's just, I don't have to post it. I don't have to post everything. And then this is where it goes to, Alicia. So then when that happens, then it's like, oh, well, Brittany, can you help me modeling? Because I really want to do this. Or Gigi, right. uh, can I be your manager? <laughs> I want to work with you. I'm like, huh? I'm confused. Yeah. Like, you was just kind of giving me a side backhanded compliment, but now you yeah. want me to help you. Or or you try to go around, they try to call Lisha, like, hey, Lisha, you know what I'm saying? I know Brittany and Gigi, and you interviewed them last night, girl, and I was listening. But when can I set up my interview? Because... Brittany and Gigi, them like my best friends. You know, they'll do that kind of Ask stuff. Us. And we'll then it's like, wait a minute. Right. Ask <laughs> us. We'll set you 
what was this. And that's another thing in the black community. It's like we're afraid to almost let others in with our resources almost. You know what I'm saying? Right, well, white right. Well, white people in other races, I'm not going to just say white people. I'm sorry. Let me, let me correct myself. But when other races are way more open with sharing resources and yes. putting people on, you know what I mean? I just wish we could embrace that. That sense of it's almost, I don't know if it's entitlement. What is it, y'all? What's that thing we're going through in our community where no one wants to share to help another person? Everybody wants to see you good, but they never want to see you doing better than them, or they never want to see you make it before them. But what they don't realize is black people, we're so much uh, more when we unite and we collab. I, I, I love seeing like Lisha. And um, her co-host and every, you know, even us, Gigi, different people yeah. collabing because it's like you can make money together as well. Issa yes. Rae says it all the time. When she first started and she did her first web, web series on YouTube, Awkward Black Girl, she used her family, her friends, people she knew she that sure wanted did. to get into the um, writing and directing business. And then Insecure blew up and she got, got that check. But she said you have to network across people who are yes. trying to do the same thing as you. Y'all trying to compete like, oh, well. You was on five TV shows, so my goal is just to be on 15. But it's like, how about we write our own TV show together? Mm-hmm. How about we do that? Yes. Instead of trying to compete, and, and that's what it is. I think that's what it is, honestly. I think the social media yeah. is making everybody want to compete, and they want to one-up you or do this. And it's like, yes. it doesn't matter if Gigi makes it if Gigi makes it first or I make it first. If I go to L.A., Gigi coming with me. If she go to L.A., I'm coming yeah. with her. And and if, but she's not the only one. Understand. Gigi got a team. Exactly. Gigi got a team of people that's attached to her. I got a team of people that's attached to me. I'm sure Alicia and everybody else has a team of people that's attached to them. So it's like, no matter where you go, they're always going to be good. We're going to be yes. good because we're going to make it together. Tyler no. Perry, he used the same people. He used the same people in his movies. He, he used the same people in his plays. Same and he brought them up He brought them up with him. And he keeps money in their mm-hmm. pockets. To keep. He said, okay, the industry, Hollywood, don't want to book you. Don't worry about it. I'm working on a movie tomorrow, and I'm gonna make you the dad, and I'm gonna make you do this, and I'll book you, and I'll keep money in your pocket. <laughs> but you know, my quick story. Wow. Um, I went to uh, the Oval. I went to the premiere. I went to Travis Kier's premiere when he uh, when the Oval first came on, and he talked about yes. that. He talked about how um, when he spoke with Tyler Perry, um, Tyler Perry said basically. I want this for you, so this is what I need from you. And he went and mm-hmm. gave him what he needed. But it was like he let him know, I want to help you get where you want to be. But in order for me to do yep. that, I need you to do this. And that's what he did. And and a lot of times we don't get that. Um, when you're trying to do thir- certain things and you're trying to move around, Sometimes you're moving around in the dark because you don't know what direction to go into because you're just entering into something. You don't know how to move. Yes. You don't know how to expand. But that comes with the people that you meet across and in your path to help you get um, one block ahead, You need two blocks ahead. You need somebody else, they get you three blocks ahead. But you exactly. got to meet people. God doesn't bless you with things. He blesses you with people that are able you to get what you ooh, need to do ooh. and position you into those things. And so I think a lot of times we yes. forget about that. We do need other people to be able to survive and Thank do things you. that we want to do. Well, y'all have never been on Ooh. Let's Chat, so here on Let's Chat, we like to do something a little fun. Uh-oh. <laughs> and then we got uh-huh. So she always gives a fun a fun question, y'all. I don't know what she's going to ask, so touch the pearls now. Ain't no telling. 
Uh-uh. <laughs> well, first of Go all, ahead. ladies, we gotta have you. We gotta have y'all back because I have so much that I wanted to ask you guys. But we're up against the clock, so please spare us a little bit more time and come back into the chat room and share your your energy with us. We so appreciate you. But I'm gonna give we you guys really a quick riddle, Lee. These these riddles have been on my heart. I couldn't wait till tonight. <clears throat> so you ladies get to hear it first. I, I'm gonna give you a yes. riddle, and you can you know converse amongst yourselves. It's not too hard, I don't think. But your riddle tonight is: what what gets wet as it dries? Excuse <laughs> 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 <Right. laughs> What gets wet as it dries? Yes. Oh, my goodness. A walk. What gets wet? Huh? What gets wet? What? As it dries. As it dries. A sponge. Mm-hmm. You said the sponge, Gigi? <laughs> a sponge. A sponge? A sponge. That's your final answer? You said a sponge? What you uh, think, what gets wet? What you say first? First, you said what? You said a, you said a wash rag first. Said wash rag, but not technically, because once a wash rag wet, it takes a while for it to get dry. But a sponge, it can get wet and dang near back dry. Uh huh. Okay. Maybe. Is that your final answer? What's yours? So Come on, sponge. I'm on camera. Girl, I was gonna say, I know, right? I was gonna say um, rain, but. Rain is already wet, but it dries. It's but if girl. it hits the ground, it's it, depending on it will dry. <laughs> True. I love the I love it's, the debate. Sometimes it's more than air. You know, sometimes it don't even. You know. <laughs> Can we call a friend? Can we phone home? <laughs> right, call a friend, but. <laughs>
some of that real yes. girl talk. But before we go, we want you to set up your new song, Lost Count, so that we can Ooh. play it on your way. All right, y'all. Well, we just want to thank you both for the wonderful opportunity allowing us to be on y'all show and just women empowerment yes. because, you know, it's Women's Month. So shout out to mm-hmm. that. It's just a beautiful thing. So y'all keep going, and we wish y'all much blessings and much success. Now, y'all, Thank y'all about to hear the hottest new single out right now. DV the Nero inside a Lost Count. Go, it's on every platform. Make sure you stream it, download it right now, right now. And y'all stay blessed. Yes, Absolutely. go, Bestie. Another trip, another show. Shit, I don't know. Someone threw the shade, got on my pants. Had to cut a few on my clip. Shit, I don't know. Got a lot of hoes, I don't know. Another trip, another show.
And I, I just want to say thank everything. y'all for interviewing us because I think this might be me and Gigi's first. First, first, it second, really? first time being interviewed. I think it's our first time. It's yeah, we're used to interviewing time. people all the time, but you know, we don't. We get interviewed individually, but we never get interviewed together. So this is yeah. exciting. But we're gonna bring us again. We're gonna do this again. We're gonna have a girls' night. We're gonna have a girls' chat time in the chat. Yeah, like we're that. Have that straight girls' chat. We don't want oh, y'all yeah. to yes. don't be sending no inbox because you ain't gonna feel it about what you said either. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> We appreciate you guys coming to kick it with us here in the chat room. Shout out to social media, and we will see you guys very soon. All right. Love you guys. Thank you. Very welcome. <laughs> that, that was awesome, Leash. They are so sweet. Let me tell y'all. They show us awesome. Make sure y'all tune in to the Soul of Atlanta. Y'all, if you want to be on a guest on the show, I can get the information. I should have asked uh, Gigi and them how to get onto the show. But, y'all, it's awesome. They are awesome. Um, check mm-hmm. them out on social media. We are our next fabulous guest. We love him when he comes in the chat room. We know he is here just swinging through. Hey, Cyrus. Hello, ladies. How are you doing this evening? We are good, Cyrus. You know, we always enjoy when you visit us. Well, look, I enjoy the invitation, so I appreciate it. <laughs>
And so that was it. I mean, if someone else saw it, and I'm sure the two of you can uh, attest to this, a lot of times people see your greatness before you even see it, right? So uh-huh. that, that, that's what happened with me. Someone saw something in me, and I had enough sense at the time to to take the opportunity, <laughs> and, and I'm so glad that I did. Mm-hmm. Wow. Absolutely. Go ahead, T. No, I was going to say that, uh, like you said, Cyrus, most of the times a lot of people see things in you that you don't see because that's how I got on the radio. That was the last mm-hmm. thing I ever expected to do was to get on the radio. I'm like, me? <laughs> right, right. So it's, it's, <laughs> so it's so true. And Lisa was one of those people that saw, you know, that has suggested me. So I do appreciate her. And, um, you know, and, and there goes the ladies of less chat. But with yeah. that being said, Cyrus, you know, you have so many so many things that you're involved in. And the topic of our show tonight is This Are Us. Now, with all your diversified background and your journey, did you kind of have an eye on an influencer that kind of influenced you, that kind of made or helped to make you who you are today? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, I I am not um, crazy enough to think that I came up on this path by myself. Now, of course, being from Mississippi, I had uh, examples like Tavis Smiley, uh, Oprah Winfrey uh, to look at for the industry I was in. You know, all of us, I think, grew up with reading Rainbow. So I looked at LeVar Burton, you know, uh-huh. and saying, okay, you know, here he has a love of books. Like, I have a love of books. He has a show. Maybe I could do that. You know how you have those thoughts? And then uh-huh. to, and kind of the wild card that really propelled me and really has made 2020 what it is, to be honest with you, is Martha Stewart. Uh, I, oh. I became a student of Martha Stewart um, now almost 15 years ago. And just really I've read her autobiography, read the biography about her by Christopher Byron probably 20 times. Uh, and every year I go back and read it again because, I, I mean, she was so ahead of her time. And especially uh-huh. with this new chapter of my journey, uh, I'm really following her playbook in what I'm doing, and it's still working, you know, even all these years later. You know, so, yeah, uh-huh. I mean, that has really been it, you know, being able to look at people. I, you know, I am not a person who thinks I need to be the smartest person in the room uh, because more often than not, I'm not. Uh, so I like that because because it allows me to keep pushing uh, and also uh-huh. to keep setting those goals and giving me something to reach for. Wow. Now, this is Tony um, uh, Cyrus. Now, it's interesting that you said you studied Martha Stewart, and that may have been the last person I expected you to say. Can <laughs> you give us people, a little yeah. insight on why yeah. she was such an influence on you? Well, you know, there are there are things now. Let, I, I will. I'm the first to admit, and she says it even in her book. She is not the most friendliest person in the world. She is not really? known as the queen of nice, and she realizes mm-hmm. that. That's but true. you know what? She's not trying to be. She mm-hmm. she had a mission growing up. And get this: even Oprah will tell you there would be no O magazine without Martha Stewart living, because she was the wow. very first person to be on the cover of her own magazine, and everyone else followed mm-hmm. her. And so, you know, looking at what she did with that, her deal with Kmart, where she basically leveraged a situation of being a caterer. She was a caterer in Westport, you know, Connecticut. And she was able to, through her own word of mouth, her own self-promotion, get the attention of Kmart and get a deal herself with Kmart. 
which then led wow. to her then being able to get a radio segment, which then led to her doing newspaper, which then led her to say, you know what, I want to have a magazine. You know, then mm-hmm. from that, I want to have a TV show. And so she was able to build this, not trying to be anyone else, but just being who she was, and it worked. Wow, that's interesting. You just said something with us that we didn't know about, Miss Martha Stewart. <laughs> I'm telling you, that book, The Martha Rules by Christopher Byron, it, it's what the movie Martha Inc. was based on. I mean, like I said, she will tell you she is not she's not trying to win any congeniality contest. But but mm-hmm. look at what she's been able to build. Think about the people who counted her out. And this is another thing that really should inspire everybody, especially the listener. When she went to jail, people said it's over for her. You yes, know, she came, she came yes. out bigger than ever. She did. You know, I mean, and so it just shows that nobody can write your expiration date but you. And so when uh-huh. we start allowing other people to tell us, oh, that's it's over for you now. I knew that wasn't going to work. That's the end. I mean – that is where we get into trouble. But when, we, when we've when we been given something and she knew she had something, she walked out of prison making money off of a shawl that she was wearing made by an inmate. Oh, exactly. <laughs> you know? I mean, she and so that's... with those women. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And get this. One of those women is New York Times bestselling author Wahida Clark, who was in prison yeah. with her. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I mean, so that's the thing. I mean, in fact, she mentions mentions Wahida in the group of Muslim women she she mentored in prison. She mentions them in her book, The Martha Rules. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. Uh, we had we had Wahida on not too long ago. Yeah, um, she's you know, amazing. She's a friend to this show. She yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Now, Cyrus, when you you're an author as well, how do you have balance the two of being able to to write and move around the way you move around for radio because you you like a travel you travel honey you are you travel <laughs> well let, let <laughs> me tell you what has helped me it, I, I appreciate that but let me tell you what has helped me I have learned that my biggest commodity is not money it's time so what I have learned mm-hmm. to do and what I tell everyone who's involved in a radio show or a podcast to leverage that platform to the hilt. And one of the ways that I've been able to do that is by transcribing. Mm-hmm. I, that's, that's how I'm able to get a lot of work done. I'm able to have a lot of my stuff done when I'm traveling. I'm able to record it and then have someone transcribe it for me. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And the same with well, the radio helps. show. Yeah, it's same with the radio show. I if I want to turn certain radio shows into magazine articles, I just have them downloaded and transcribed. You know, and I mean, so that way I'm able to kill two birds with one stone. Maximizing your time. Yeah. Absolutely. So I want to get down to because you have interviews with fabulous people on radio, but a lot of people don't know that you're literally on the radio. Tell us about that process. Yeah, you know, I I was fortunate, uh, ladies, to actually start it on terrestrial. In fact, I'm still on terrestrial in three states. So that that was my beginning. I, I literally had to drive 25 miles to get to the radio station, sit in the booth, actually put on headphones, <laughs> you know, I uh, had a producer, have guests come in, hopefully, <laughs> and and to interview them. So, yeah, I, I think it prepared me for what came later with podcasting and with being able just to use the phone. I mean, this is 
technology has made things so easy, right, for us now. Mm-hmm. But yet literally, mm-hmm. ladies, right now as we're having this conversation, I'm on the radio in Mississippi. I mean, I am that it, I pre-recorded tonight, but this is the hour I'm on the radio here in Mississippi. So, I mm-hmm. mean, it, it is such a blessing to be able to have that because don't let anyone fool you. Radio is not dead. I mean, people will tell you just like they said. Remember, they said print books were dead too with the Kindle. I mean, and look mm-hmm. at look at how 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 you know print sales are still up. I mean, radio is still very viable because people can listen to it as they're on the go, on their phone, on their tablets. They can take it with them wherever they are. So, yeah, it's definitely helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Wow. Now, I know you have seen it because everybody else has seen it. Let's talk Simon & Schuster. Okay. So, Viacom is selling, but they already know who they're selling to. And, you know, I always say you, you, when we hear about it, that just means that the ink is getting signed. You know, the ink right. is drying the paperwork. Nine times out of ten, it's been in work for a year or two. Um, what does that look like for you as far as the viability for the authors that they have? Because they have so many heavy-hitting authors. Um, so do you think a merger is going to hurt their authors in any kind of way? Okay. I, I Okay. I'll, I'll be careful with this. I, I can tell you based on my my conversations with, with publicists with Simon & Schuster, um, I can come at it from that angle. And what they uh-huh. have said to me, because they are one of the partners for, for Conversations Media Group, and what they've said to me is that they will continue to be able to promote the authors that they have as long as the authors want them to. Um, uh-huh. So I, I think the thing is it really is going to be up to the authors. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think it's one of those those interesting things, though, that this is really looked at, and, and I was reading one story in the L.A. Times, was saying this could really be a good thing. This could be a good thing because it gives some of these authors some leverage. So, I mean, to be signed to Simon & Schuster is a big deal, um, but you don't have to stay with Simon & Schuster. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's one of those things. You know, they lost one of their biggest authors this year with Mary Higgins Clark dying. You know, uh-huh. but they, you know, they, but they, they, as you said, they have some amazing authors there. Um, so yeah, I, I see it as a big opportunity. Hmm. Now that's my it take. Definitely shakes up. You know, that, that's my it, take. And, and, it definitely shakes up the literary world. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Well, you know, I think it shook up those that because I will say there's different levels in the literary world, and I think that people see the big five or now the big four as goals. Um, but they don't know. You know how you always want something that you've never experienced until you experience and realize, right. oh, you know what I'm saying? So the ones that have experienced it, they may have a different look upon it. But those yeah. ones that strive to experience that type of publishing, they're like, oh, my goodness. Well, you know, they're they're probably a little shook up about it. I will say because the way the market is going, you know, when it's owned by Viacom, you know, those, right. that's a big company that owns almost everything. Um, and it could just be that they feel, you know, for them, publishing is not something that they want to continue to do, making sure that they secure a good um, transitioning company. I think that's the most important thing. Uh, and from what I understand, it's like two of the biggest publishing houses 
that are in line to to purchase it. Yeah. And going back to the LA Times article, one of the things I thought was interesting about that article that I would not have thought, but is definitely possible because the person has the money, is imagine if Amazon bought them. I mean, talk about no, cornering the market. No, no, thank you. Look, look at that, we need you to get your stuff together before you go twiddling around doing something else. You know what I'm saying? We need KDP to get to get tightened up first before but, you but go you know, Okay, but you know what? Else. This brings up an interesting point, though. This brings up an interesting <laughs> point. And look, I'm not. I mean, full disclosure, I should say for the audience, because I do work with Amazon. So, but I, I'm not in this in this interview. I'm just talk, having a conversation. One thing though that is interesting though to think about though with that, I agree with what you're saying that there are things to work on with KDP. But think about Amazon Publishing, the actual publishing side that has authors that have book deals. They they're making the New York Times bestsellers list, and you think about just this year. They have had 40 authors who have made the New York Times bestsellers list through Amazon Publishing, not on the KDP side, the self-publishing side, but actually on the the paid publishing side where they actually give contracts. Uh, you think about their company, Lake Union, which is Amazon Publishing. I mean, huge titles that are being optioned for movies right now. So um, that's just wanted to throw that out there. But I mean, it's well, I mean, a little bit about that though, because no, seriously, because a lot of people don't know. That Amazon does dibble and dabble on the other side of publishing, exactly. not just mm-hmm. for self-publishing. So let's talk a little bit about that because people don't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Lake, Lake Union is one of their biggest ones. A lot of people don't realize the way I got the Billy Ray Cyrus interview, his book was published through Amazon Publishing. It was Amazon who set up that interview for me. Really? So, yeah, I mean, so – I mean, yeah, they have really – they have made themselves viable already in publishing, so it's not so far-fetched. Now, a lot of people do automatically think about the KDP side because that's the self-publishing side, but they literally have their own publishing leg with their own publicists, you know, with book deals, and mm-hmm. their books are doing really well. Mm. Interesting. I know, right, see? That's very mm-hmm. interesting. But now – Oh, I don't know, but you know, wasn't Penguin on the list? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Gave us up food for thought, Cyrus. <laughs> well, look, I just hey, it's like I said, they have New York Times bestselling authors that are getting movie deals right now. So, I mean, that's they why I say it. it's not so far fetched, you know, that they would say, "Hey, we could eat them up," you mm-hmm. know. Um. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, I want to say this, though, Cy. This is Tony. You know, I've been seeing a lot of advertising for upcoming movies and books for Amazon Prime. Do you think Uh this is just the initiation into putting most of, a lot of those New York Times bestselling books into, you know, movies and having scripts written for them because I can easily see that just just taking off. Right. Well, there is no secret that they are seeing what everyone else is seeing, and that is the power Mm -hmm. of video. Um, Uh So, yeah, I mean, they, I mean, and, and, and let's be real about something else. You, the two of you today, 
could have mm-hmm. a show on Amazon Prime by this summer. A really? lot of people don't realize that just by really? just like there's KDP, there is uh-huh. Amazon Video that allows individuals like you and me, which is how I got my deal, to be able to submit videos to be considered for Amazon Prime. So it's not as mm-hmm. difficult even as people think it is to even be on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Besides, See, you always educate us when you. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon.com. It gives you all the information. Videodirect.amazon.com. It is the video version of KDP, and it tells you everything you need to do to have a show on Amazon Prime. All right. Now you know we had now. We're about to crash that site. Do this. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I'm a simple. You know me. I'm simple. 
As long as it gets the job mm-hmm. done, I don't need all this big fancy stuff. I just need something that works. Mm-hmm. That's so true, See? Cyrus, because when you were here, exactly here in New York, you know, I did two interviews with you. The one with the, we did with Mikey J, I did with you, and it was so refreshing to 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 be and see you in action and for you to tell me, well, I was watching you on my way here. I'm like, you was watching me? <laughs> so of course, it's just, of course. You know, you just you make it look so simple, and it really is. You know, it, yeah. it, it's it's only as hard as you make it. Is what I'm trying to right. say. Right now, and and, and I know and sometimes I, and I hope the you... most simplest. Yeah, I mm-hmm. hope your audience knows I have such respect for the two of you because, I mean, what what we all do is not easy. It takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of prep that goes into doing this, especially a show that's live like what you all are doing now. So I just mm-hmm. want to say, and I always do, I, I commend the two of you for sticking to it and being consistent and to be able to not only build an audience but also be an inspiration. I mean, as your previous guest mentioned, you know, this is Women's History Month, and you all are making your own history, and that's something that I hope you're able to take out the time to pat yourself on the back for. That is my only regret right now, um, that things are moving mm-hmm. so fast. I don't have the mm-hmm. time to just say, you know what, that was a really good day. You know, um, mm-hmm. and that's something I want to work on. Uh, it probably won't mm-hmm. happen until April, but I'm working on, <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> but I hope mm-hmm. you all are taking out that time to be able to just say, look, you know, we did that, you know, because that's mm-hmm. something so many people will talk about what they're going to do, but you all have actually done it. So I just want to say kudos to the two of you. Well, thank you. You know, Lisha and I, we do get busy, and sometimes we fail to even say that, that we did it. But speaking of, yeah. of Ladies Month, you know, a couple of years ago, people, sorry, actually interviewed Misha and I on the other end mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For, for the month of March. You remember that, Lisha? For, for Women's yeah. Month. So yeah. That was that was fun. Yeah. Well, it's always fun. You all have an open invitation. We'll definitely make it happen again soon. I don't know. Well, you haven't you. been back to Atlanta. I mean, I'm just saying. I will be in Atlanta <laughs> next week if if uh, if if Miss Corona says the same. I'll be. <laughs> I will be. I will be in wait, town wait. next week. Why? Why she? Why? Why it's got to be a she? <laughs> hey, cause she running things right now. That's what. <laughs> she definitely is. Hey, look, hey, 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 she, 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 she shut it down, so it, it, it got to be a she. <laughs> She's making people take notice. <laughs> right. Oh, my goodness. Cyrus is always, always look, a ball when you come in here. We well, look, thank you, thank you, thank you, too, so much. I really do appreciate it, and look, looking forward to the next time, okay? Absolutely. So are we. <laughs> All right. Take care. Thanks, Cyrus. See, she done put a bug in our ears. Video direct yeah, at you know, Amazon.com, girl. <laughs> you know I'm over there already. I'm already looking into it. See, I, I'll let you know my findings. <laughs> let me know your findings. <laughs> I will let you know my findings. And it's so funny because I, I literally was, I'm putting up Twisted Black music, and um, he has four mixtapes that he he did, and so when the first when he told me, I was like, "Oh my God, what mixtape?" And it's like mm-hmm. a song, and so mm-hmm. I'm putting up the mixtapes, and I put up like maybe two or three at a time, depending on how mm-hmm. my day goes. Mm-hmm. And I'm just putting them up, and I'm putting them up, and I'm thinking to myself, "I could do this for us." 
the Soul of Atlanta radio show. Um, I'm going to make sure I get their um, information so I can post it for those that want to do an interview on their show. Um, I'm excited. We appreciate you guys, mm-hmm. and we will see you all tomorrow night. Good night. Yeah.